Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Akun Wong and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time and with me as always from Full Press Coverage and Rep the District and right here on FGT, it's Trevor Stone. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Akun? How are you doing? Hey, buddy. How's it going? And How's happy going? holidays to you, my friend. Yeah, same to you, man. Same to you. And I know we were just talking about this earlier, uh, pre-show, but you, uh, I know you're, you're a Christmas guy. I'm also a Christmas guy. Uh, yeah. And you like Christmas movies, and you named out three. Why don't you reiterate those three for, the, uh, for all our friends out there in Radioland? Yeah, those three would be Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story, and Home Alone 1 and 2. Group that into one. So. Yeah, that's, I, those are so brilliant. I literally watched all those within the last week and a half. Like, again, because they are absolutely fantastic. Did you see the new Christmas story, the the part two of that? that kind oh, of came my out recently? God, no, I don't think I want to. <laughs> Unlike Home Alone, who after two went down the toilet in a serious way, uh, I've heard that the follow-up to the Christmas story isn't bad. So I might okay. I might dare to jump in there at some point and check it out, just because I'm really curious. It has all the same people. It's all the same actors, but all of just like, oh, okay. you know, 30 years older. <laughs> I'm to check that out, dude. That's all right. I might have to check that out. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it, it might be fun. It could be fun. I mean, I don't know. It, it's on. Uh, I think it's on HBO or something. So, like, as long as you don't have to pay for it, that may be okay. Now, the most important thing though is that I like all three of those things, but I like another Christmas movie. And I, you might, and I don't know if you agree or disagree, but Die Hard, I think, is a Christmas movie. Die Hard. Yeah. No, so no. I mean, it, it starts off with a Christmas song. I mean, it, that's yeah, nice. cool, right? Nice. I mean, you got, nice. you got Run DMC nice. stuff nice. starting up there, and, and that's cool. Uh, nice. I think... Nice. Okay. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I, th- I love everything about it, that movie. Even if, even if it doesn't qualify as a Christmas movie, I'll watch it during Christmas anyway, because I love it so much. Well... <laughs> So anyway, we got a lot to talk about today, everybody. We're going to be talking about the NFC East playoff picture for those Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, and the Washington Commanders. Let's see how that's going to play out for the rest of the season. It's getting close, folks. It's getting down to the short strokes now. And then we're going to talk about the games that we want to watch in Week 16, and well as update our AFC and NFC Championship predictions. Wow, we got a lot to do, so let's get it rolling. Okay, so this will be interesting because the NFC East, and you said this a couple number of times, it went from the NFC least to the NFC beast uh, over this last season, and that's definitely still true. All four teams can still make the playoffs, but the question is, will they and how? So just before we, we, uh, we jump into all of it, the, the clinching scenarios for those in the NFC East are the Philadelphia Eagles and the Giants. They both have clinching scenarios here. So if the Philadelphia Eagles who, by the way, have already clinched a playoff berth at 13-1. and one. If they win this week, then they will clinch the NFC East division uh, title, which is, okay, that's not a surprise. If they, yeah. they will also clinch home field advantage and the lone first-round bye with the win, of course, or a tie with a Minnesota loss or tie. So, in other words, 
Philly wins this weekend, they'll likely get the NFC East division and home field advantage and the first round bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for the Giants, if they they will get a playoff berth locked if they win and Washington and Detroit loses, Washington and Seattle loses, or Detroit and Seattle loses. So basically, of Washington, Detroit, and Seattle, two of the three have to lose along with a New York Giants win. So those are the clinching scenarios. But that's really not all because there are many weeks, there's three weeks left, and there's a lot to talk about. So let's talk about each of those teams and what we think is going to happen over the last three weeks going into the playoffs. Let's start with the Washington Commanders because I know you've paid a lot of attention to these guys, and it's your team. So let's talk about the Commanders. And I know they got ripped off at the end of the last game. I, mean, we, <laughs> I think we all saw uh, the pass interference that should have been called that didn't get called and the really bizarreness that happened on the sidelines with being called for uh, uh, lining up um, off the ball. It was very uh, mind-boggling. I don't know. Is there any more facts on that? I didn't see much more information on that um, other than the fact that they didn't move up far enough. Uh, I'm not really sure what happened there. Apparently, Terry McLaurin said the referee verbally said he was good after he motioned him up to to get in the proper position. If you you look at the video again, Terry throws up another thumbs up without looking at the ref, signaling that, acknowledging that the ref said you're good. And right. as soon as the ball was snapped, you threw the flag. So I was just told, or not told, but like I've just around, you know, social media and stuff and other articles that if the referee literally confirms that, then you should not throw the flag. Like that's, that's, that's the reason why they check in with the referee. They tell you that you're good. Right. And they should not throw the flag. So I don't know. It seems like so referees need to get together and, and create some more continuity for these games because, I mean, yes, it, it, we probably put ourselves in the position – for to make that call, like if we just went ahead and scored, wouldn't be there anyway. But that's neither right. here or there. But since we did get that position, you can't. You kind of like blow the, the end of, of the end of some important games yep. over a call that is just like bogus. And the defensive pass interference, they went on there and said the judgment call. Well, I don't know what kind of judgment <laughs> you need to make the that more clear yep. of, a, of a pass interference on the defense. So I don't know. It just sounds like they need to get together and and make these referees get some more continuity before the season starts because this is atrocious. But it could cost some, some people some money, some people some right. games. Like, you know, it's just nuts. Can, can dra- dramatically change the outlook of the playoffs, uh, mm-hmm. you know, based it's on true. what happened there. So let's turn to that, though. So, so the yeah. Washington Commanders, they have three games left, right? So they're mm-hmm. at the 49ers this weekend they're mm-hmm. versus the Browns and then the Cowboys at the end. So there's a, still a very clear path to the playoffs here. Yes. Um, what do you think is going to happen here as this plays out through the rest of the season for the Washington Commanders? Uh, for, man, I really hope we win on Saturday and beat the 49ers. If we did, we're in a great spot. Um, we need the Lions to lose. I think they're right behind us in the eighth spot at 7-7. Seven and, seven. and we need Seattle to lose as well. I think they're right there tied with the Lions at 7-7. Seven seven. So right. as of right now, all four teams in the East are in the playoffs with the Giants at the sixth seed and the Commanders at the seventh seed. It was reversed until the Giants beat us on Sunday. So right now, um, man, it's tough. I just have a feeling it might come down to that Week 18 matchup with the Cowboys to see if we right. make the last wild card wild card spot. I don't know. It just depends on what these other teams do. So we need the Giants, the Lions, and Seahawks all to lose, and for us to win this weekend, for us to have a a, a better chance of making the playoffs. Right, right. And and, you, and this is the thing. The Cowboys, so it's going to be interesting because the Cowboys playing the Eagles this weekend, that's got a big, big matchup, but no Jalen Hurts. 
right? right. So, and I don't mean to jump around or, or anything, but the fact is no, that the know. Cowboys right now, ten and four. Obviously, they they are not. The Eagles are, are likely going to take the division, mm-hmm. and the Cowboys at ten and four. I mean, are they going to be doing? If they beat the Eagles this weekend, and then they got the Titans, Commanders, it's a possibility they might rest guys in that last mm-hmm. week eighteen game because it, it, it may not be beneficial for them for them to win at that point because they're definitely going to play that first week of the playoffs. So it may be better for them to rest up and not run and run the risk. Cause you know, what happens, you know, Elliot gets injured a lot and Dak Prescott gets injured a lot. And you know, yeah. you don't want, you can't be without those weapons of your Dallas and going into the playoffs, you're going to need all those weapons. That's absolutely exactly. critical. So it's an interesting scenario that might play out here where you might be rooting for the Dallas Cowboys to beat the Eagles and the Titans in consecutive weeks because they may not care about week 18 when they get yeah. to that point. It's so all, this weekend's huge for all that stuff to play out. Like huge. Yeah. Yeah. So give me an, uh, give me a prediction for the Washington commanders here. Do you think they're going to win these last three games? Let's yeah, obviously the Cowboys, let's assume they're playing other starters in that week 18 game. Will they, will the commanders win out the last three games of the season? I mean, they, I think they can. Uh, this is the biggest test we've faced. Uh, all season, we're going up a really, mm-hmm. up against a really, 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 really good defense in the 49ers defense. I think they're the best defense in the league right now. Right. Um, and we got, we're riding, uh, we're going to face the Brock Purdy hype that's been happening the past two and a half, three and a half weeks. Right. Uh, but I think he's due for a Mr. Relevant game, actually, you know, living up to his <laughs> relevant name. Uh, yeah. I think this is a perfect opportunity to do that. Um, I know there's reports out that Kyle Shanahan is not taking the foot off the gas, especially for this game because he's still mad at our franchise, but I mean, <laughs> also get over it. So right, if they were right. to fall, this would be the game they were to fall, and this would be the game for us to win. And I think we could definitely beat the Browns. Deshaun Watson does not scare me as much as I thought he would coming back, but he hasn't played in like he's, two years. So I agree. Uh, I agree. And then, even if the Cowboys did play their starters, I think that we've grown as a team ever since we first played them and we got demolished by Cooper Rush. Um, I think if we did play with starters, I don't know if we'd win, but I think we'd put up a hell of a fight and maybe also probably win too. So it's weird different right. than we were back then. Yeah, you, it definitely is true that the uh, that the Washington Commanders are a different team ever since they faced down my Bears. Because after you guys mm-hmm. beat the Bears, you guys kind of went on a big run. We have a tendency yeah. to do that for teams, right? You get a little <laughs> – we have to kick off your run for you. Uh, all you needed was that, and it was basically um, – it's, it's been a really good run since there. And, and interestingly enough, of those games, from that, from that Bears game, I mean, you got nine games there, and you got six wins, two losses, and a tie. Those, both of those losses are one-score games. So this exactly. is, you know, this is a, a really solid Washington Commanders team here, and, and they're really hitting their stride at the right time. Uh, I think 49ers will tell us a lot. They're going to be playing, you know, in, in San Francisco. It's right. going to be a tough game. Uh, that will tell us a lot. If they can win there, then I think I have confidence that they can win out for the rest of the season. If they can't win there, it's going to be um, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be really are challenging. We on, on Christmas Eve. I will say that I saw that today. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. So let's talk, let's talk about let's swing back around and talk about the Eagles for a moment. I know it's not much okay. to say about them, but they are clearly going to have to rest uh, Jalen Hurts. And they will. And Gardner Minshew is going to play this weekend, that, by all accounts at least. They haven't totally ruled him out yet, but there's no reason for them to play him this weekend. So they got the Cowboys coming up. After that, they got the Saints and the Giants. Um, you know, if they win one of those three, they don't need to win the other two. So if they win this weekend, they may be benching everybody in, in you know, 
after a quarter of the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were going to see Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and, and Devontae Smith and, and Miles Sanders for like one quarter, and then it'll be all backups after that um, because they're not going to risk injury at this point. But what do you think are going to happen to the Eagles? Are they going to take care of business this weekend against the Cowboys, in which case they will clinch, and they will clinch that first round bye as well? Or do you think the Cowboys at home will manage to upset them? Or I guess at this point they're favored because everyone's expecting Minshew to play. And then will they have to beat the Saints or Giants after that? Um, I think they win this weekend. It's going to be a completely different game plan. They'll still run the ball, but it won't be as, as effective as it was with Jalen Hurts back there. It'll be more of a pocket passing game, I think, for Garner Minshew. So I still mm-hmm. think they'll get the job done just because it's just Jalen Hurts. That's it. Um, and then they play to the Titans after that and the Giants. Yeah, especially if they win this weekend, I'd look for them to not play Jalen Hurts that much at all these last, these last two games. Um, get as much pressure as they can for the playoffs because his throwing shoulder is not an injury to play with. We see that with Josh Allen, what he went through all year, up and right. down with his shoulder injury. So you don't want to risk that. Um, so, yeah, I think they just went out, honestly, no matter who's quarterback. I think they just ride off in the sunset and enjoy that first round by and, and good advantage. So. Yeah, I think there's pretty much a lock now. I mean, I, it's funny because I, I wasn't an Eagles believer until I was. And it's mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting to see what's happening here because they like every time I watch them play, I'm like, oh, they're going to lose this time. And then they find a way to win. Um, so it's I guess there's no accounting for that, and we'll see what happens. But Gardner Minshew, remember the last time he played for the Eagles, it was against the Cowboys last season, yeah. and they uh, won. And yeah. he threw for like 190 yards and two touchdowns. So, okay. um, you know. It's not like Gardner Minshew hasn't done this before. Uh, All right, let's talk talk about those Cowboys. We already talked about them a little bit, but the Cowboys obviously are sitting there at uh, 10 and 4, and they uh, have their their look on the outside. They're on the inside looking out, but they're not as secure, obviously, because the Eagles are going to wrap up that division in in a matter of one or two games. But they got the Eagles this weekend, and they got the Titans, and, of course, the Commanders. Um, what do you think the uh, will happen with the Dallas Cowboys kind of through the rest of the season? Um, I think they might drop one just because they've been so inconsistent and they might take a team lightly because just knowing that they're in the playoffs and they'll just, you know, lose uh, one of these last three games. But they'll make the playoffs be one and done like they always do. They always have a mm-hmm. great 10-11 <laughs> season make the playoffs and lose in the first round. So I just think that's going to be with I think that's going to be the exact same uh, routine for them again this season. Wow. Okay. Well, they, they have definitely, they've already clinched a playoff berth. It's just a matter of seeding yeah. at this point. And, and I kind of feel like since they've already caught, get, they already clinched that they're likely to rest a lot of starters, even if they mm-hmm. lose to the Eagles this weekend. I mean, it just, it doesn't really behoove them because they know they're not going to be seven, right? So they're, they're basically battling it out between five and six. And really what's the difference at that point? Um, yeah. So he, they may be just resting people um, pretty soon, and they only need to – and if they win this weekend against the Eagles, I have no doubt they're going to be resting people. So this is going to be really interesting to see what happens there. So last team in the NFC East, uh, the Giants. So let's yeah. talk about the Giants for a minute. Obviously still painful <laughs> from last weekend. Yeah. I thought it would be – you know, I was actually thinking that had the Washington Commanders scored and got the two-point conversion, it, it would have went to overtime, and then they could have been another tie. It could have been – Two 2020 ties. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Wild. <laughs> that would have been wild as hell. That would have been, <laughs> would have been just insane. Um, but the Giants have this weekend the Vikings uh, on the road oh. against the Vikings, and then they got the Colts at home, and then they got the Eagles in Philly. So 
Um, what are your thoughts here with regard to the Giants? And, of course, the Giants have some clinching scenarios as well, which I mentioned. If they win and then two of Washington, Detroit, or Seattle lose, then they will clinch a playoff berth. So do you think that's going to happen this weekend? And how do you think it's going to end for the Giants facing the Vikings, Colts, and Eagles? Um, uh, I really think they might not win any more games after the season. The Colts, they might. But, the, I mean, the Colts did put up 33 against Minnesota, yet they did give up the lead and lost the game. But they did yeah. put up 33. Um, New York doesn't score points. It's like we don't score points. Um, I think the last win came to us, and they barely got that. They had to win that with a couple of gifts from the refs and a couple of converted third downs. But other than that, they didn't show us really much anything. So I think that they're going to go back to their losing ways and lose all three games and be out of the Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. yeah, you know, the interesting thing, so you you know, you know, pointed this out. So uh, so let's take the last game out of the books for a second. That was obviously a win, and I'm going to use air quotes there, not because I'm, uh, you know, taking sides or anything, but just because there are probably some discrepancies with that one. But let's say that yeah. – let's take that out of the let's, – let's take it out of the book for a second. The four previous games were a loss to the Lions, Cowboys, and Eagles, and then a tie with the Commanders. The last time they won was a one-score win against the Texans. Exactly. So not not really great. And you go back another week from there, it was a loss to the Seahawks by uh, the, the Seahawks twenty seven to thirteen, and then the the win before that was against the Jaguars. Uh, again, not a great team, you know. Yeah. And if you look back at the rest of their wins, Ravens. Okay, I think the Ravens is a quality win. Packers early in the season, I think was a quality win, but it's unclear because yeah. the Packers may not be as good as we think they are. Bears, right. uh, I, I don't think that's a quality win. The Bears are the Bears. Panthers are the Panthers. Uh, and then they had a one-point win against the Titans. So all in all, I see you know maybe three impressive wins in the history of the season, and right. that doesn't really bear, bode well for going into the playoffs. I think I think maybe, that's going to be yeah. a real problem. I think the Vikings though are incredibly vulnerable, right? I, I just don't think the Vikings are as good as everyone thinks they are. I mean, they're the most vulnerable eleven and three team that I've ever seen. And I said this last time, and I'm going to say it again. Of now, there are eleven wins. Ten of them are one-score wins yeah, or less. That's wild. You know, and, and they, it's crazy, right? So, I mean, it, they could have very well been the opposite. They could have been 3-11, and 11, you know, as opposed to 11-3. and three. Wow. It's just the one-score win, and most of those yeah. one-score wins were in the fourth quarter. So um, kudos to the Vikings for being scrappy, but they put themselves in that situation a lot. <laughs> so um, yes, not a great look, you know, not a great look. This is something about them playing at home. And, and that dome with all that skull chanting going on, I, I just don't see New York pulling that out this weekend. So. <laughs> really yeah, don't. I think they certainly are. Uh, it's interesting because um, the Vikings certainly have uh, that being at home, they definitely do uh, very well. And they mm-hmm. have the support, obviously, of their fans. And if you look at if you look at the, the way it's, it's played out, they, they lost one home game and that was to the Cowboys where they got absolutely decimated, but otherwise they've basically won out in at home. So there's a, they're a tough, they're a tough crowd when they're at home. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And you never know. It depends on what happens with Kirk Cousins, because if good Kirk Cousins shows up, then we're going to see tons of Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson and maybe a sprinkle of Adam Thielen. And they're going to have a bazillion points and Delvin Cook's going to wrap a bow on it. If it's bad (laughs) Kirk Cousins, then it's going to be a disaster for them because you, yeah. and you know this as well as anybody, right? Bad Kirk oh, Cousins yeah. can show up at any time. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure. I mean, you're well, the, you're the guy's OG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
interesting there. So you're saying Giants don't make the playoffs. They lose out. Cowboys probably will uh, clinch, uh, will, will, will rest their players because they've already clinched a playoff berth and not worry about seeding. Eagles yeah. will likely clinch maybe this weekend and then start resting uh, everybody. And then the Washington Commanders will have a nice road ahead of them in order to make that spot in, yeah, the, uh, yeah. in the playoffs, either six or seven, maybe even six. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see. So lots of things to watch. So that takes us to the next topic of the day, because now we've talked about everything that we uh, think will happen over the next three weeks for the NFC East. Hit the boxing bell there, and let's talk about the games that are coming up here. What games are you watching? Obviously, you're watching every NFC East game. <laughs> because so I'm watching uh, Panthers-Lions. I need the Lions to lose. Uh, yep. So go Panthers. Chiefs-Seahawks. Seahawks are down, TJ Lockett, and a couple other key players. I don't think they pull it off against the Chiefs in the cold outside. Mm-hmm. I'm watching that one. Need to see off to lose. They're tied with the Lions at 7-7 right behind us. And mm-hmm. then, of course, Vikings and Giants because we need the Giants to lose everything that they have for the rest of the season. So those are the three games I'm going to be watching. Of course, my commanders, 49ers. Yeah, of course. And I think that's going to be really, like I said, I think that's going to be very telling in and of itself. Uh, outside of what everybody else does. I think that will be very telling if the team is going to be able to make a run in the playoffs or not because uh, the 49ers have an absolute, absolute quality defense, and they've done a miraculous job with um, with Purdy. I mean, they've they've schemed for him well. I mean, the fact is that no one would have expected to have any success at all in this offense, but they've been able to do it, and it's going to be interesting to see if they can do that again this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, the nice thing about it is that at least the Commanders 49ers game will have good weather, 59 degrees and sunny. Can't say that's true for everybody else. <laughs> it's going to be really, right. really horrible. Uh, most other places around the country. Uh, I think that, in fact, the Bills Bears, which is at, actually in Chicago, and that's going to be crazy because, you know, the high to the high on Saturday is going to be 10 degrees. Right. Um, you know, right, right now it's like minus one. So, and that's not the real field. That's the temperature. The real feel is like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. It's so cold. <laughs> so it'll be interesting how that plays. But if, you know, any team that knows the cold better than the Bears, the Bills, right, they probably know cold really well, too. So uh, that'll be interesting to see what happens uh, with that. But I agree. I really have my eyes on Chiefs Seahawks. I think the Chiefs, you know, I said this a couple times in the past. I think the Chiefs have been that team that has um, that's always wanted to, you know, that, that, that has been really good. But people have figured out how to pressure Patrick Mahomes, and that's by not bringing pressure that he actually has problems. All right, we actually have a caller here, so I'm going to have to pull him in here. Hello, caller. You're on the air. How you doing? Hey, hey welcome. Who to, is it? Welcome to Fear Mongering Radio, guys. How's it going? So, let's talk Week 16, the National Fix It League. How's it going, on, you guys? <laughs> good, good. The National Fix It League. National like it. The, the, the <laughs> National. I'm on, over here on Spreaker.com. So. Anyway, so the National Family Fix-It League. So we have Week 16. My beloved Cowboys play the city of Barley Shove in Jerry's World. I want to ask you guys a question real quick. And I've talked yep. about this for the last 15 years on my podcast. What comes first, my sixth ring or Jerry Jones' obituary? What comes first? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Jerry, not the obituary. I'll this. You're not yeah. going to get a ring anytime soon. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's obituary first. That's all there is to it. I mean, well, I've, I've, we I've been podcasting Jerry Jones going to live 50. forever, right? He, he's never going to die. Yeah, yeah, he's he's going to live forever. So. <laughs> cockroaches and chair and Jerry Jones after nuclear will all be living. They'll be in Soldier Field in Chicago, standing in the middle of the yard yeah. after a nuclear strike. 
That's mm-hmm. right. Jerry Jones will be sitting there eating Twinkies, hanging out with the cockroaches. That's uh, basically mm-hmm. what's going to happen right. after a nuclear war. So. <laughs> I know. It just sucks. And what's your but prediction anyways, here? You, but, think, uh, you think the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs I, this year? And and do you think oh, – well, they're not the big playoffs. Will they make a run yeah. in the playoffs this year? No, they will not. I think I think we're going to lose to these, the Motor City Kitties. Well, I love the head coach of the Motor City Kitties. I call him Chicken Noodle because of Campbell's Soup. So Chicken Noodle <laughs> and the Motor City Kitties are on a roll. I remember – Bacardi Coke has no idea, and the Piranha, the quarterback, and the Zika virus are both old. I love the running back, the, the workhorse, but uh, my Cowboys are, are cursed, my beloved Dallas Cowboy criminals. But I, I think the Moore City Kitties are, uh, have some havoc going on. And yeah. this Green Bay Penis Packers idea, they, they, they have all hope is gone. You have a better chance of Hitler uh, singing Christmas carols to a Jewish neighborhood than, 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 than the Green Bay Police staff is making the <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're going to go there. <laughs> okay. All right. Ooh, uh, so, so uh, yeah, so the, the, so this and the Packers, obviously, totally different. Well, no. I, I respect the Detroit Lions uh, as well. I think the Detroit Lions have done an amazing job. Obviously, they won six of their last seven. The only game mm-hmm. they lost was a one-score loss to the Buffalo Bills. So that is impressive yeah. what they've done over there in Detroit. No one expected them to do this. They started off the season uh, a whopping six and uh, one and six. Their only win being against Trev, your commanders, surprisingly. Yeah. But they actually had their true colors after that Packers win, and they've been on a run ever since. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, Detroit Lions actually win out the rest of the season. Panthers, Bears, Packers left. Uh, I can see them winning out on that, and, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. Thanks so much for your question, and thanks for calling in. All right. So, Trev, uh, that's, uh, let's, talk about, um, let's, let's talk about the other games here that you, we were just talking about here because I, I think that Detroit, obviously, is, uh, is an interesting, interesting phenomenon. What do you think about the Detroit Lions and their chances kind of going on to the rest of the season? Uh, I think it's, they're done. I think it's a nice story. I think they're on the right, right track of getting to where they want to be in the near the future years, but I just think that the hype will end when they lose this weekend to – Yeah, they're going to lose this weekend. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did the Panthers? Do you think they're going to lose to yeah, the Panthers? Yeah, I, I'm not really – I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hey, the Panthers would beat the Bucks twice this year. I never saw that coming. Um, That's true. You know, the Panthers are winning that division at 6-8. and eight. So, who knows? I mean, the Panthers still have a mathematical chance of making the playoffs, too, so – they're not just going to lay over for the Lions. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think it'll be interesting. To, it'll be an interesting game to watch because the Lions have been on an upswing. The Panthers are kind of treading water at this point. So, But, you know, everyone should keep in mind that the NFC South is not a foregone conclusion yet. So um, right. they're horrible, but, they, but the Panthers are still second in the NFC South. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're 5-9. and nine, yeah. You know, and they have a shot. And this is this is not and it's not a it's not a foregone conclusion because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are only one game ahead of them at six and eight. Exactly. So you know those Panthers. Panthers in first place. Yeah, and and of course Panthers Buccaneers going head to head in the following week. If they can beat the Lions and roll into that game against the Bucks, they they will basically hold their destiny in their own hands. Can you imagine that a Sam Darnold led Panthers team might actually make the playoffs? The world coming to an end. The world is coming to an end. All right, let's go ahead and uh, move on to our next topic here, which is just updating our thoughts on the AFC and NFC championship game. Um, we've been back and forth on this a lot, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I've been back and forth on this a lot. You've been pretty consistent. But tell me, what are your thoughts here? AFC and NFC championship game. Has it changed at all in terms of uh, who you think is going to be in those games uh, at the end of the season? 
Uh, I got the Chiefs there automatically. They're just it's playoffs. They know what to do when it's the time of the season. So they're going to be there. But it's up in the air between the Bills and the and the Bengals for me. I don't know. The Bills mm-hmm. look good, but the, I think the Dolphins looked really. I thought the Dolphins looked a lot better than the Bills did in that snow game. And they're mm-hmm. in the Bills. So I mean, you just never know. We always say the Bills on paper begin the year always in there, but they somehow find a way not to make it. I know. Past or two the AFC championships, so uh, it's either the Chiefs for sure against the Bills or the Bengals. Okay, all right. So I, I agree with that, but I, I, I'm not 100% sure that I'm in on the uh, Bills. I, I feel like there's some element of they're just, they just seem beatable to me. Mm-hmm. They just don't, they're not, they're not dominating like I thought they would. And that's not really a strike against the Bills so much, just that they just, you know, they just haven't been manhandling teams in the way that I expect them to. So I would think the Chiefs and the Bengals, the Bengals have actually been trending up really, really significantly in the last couple of weeks. And Jamar Chase now healthy again, and they'll get Hayden Hurst back. And I just think there's a lot of opportunity here for the Bengals to take on and get to that AFC championship game again. They, they really are on a roll. I mean, it's amazing. I look down, I see them at 10 and four, and I'm like, what? what? Right. At some point in time, I thought they were going to be like 50%, and now they're 10 and four. Um, yeah. So there you go. You know, And they've clinched, they've clinched the playoffs, so they're in there already. So um, and they're pretty much locked in unless something weird happens. They're locked in at the third at third seed. So uh, I can see Bengals and uh, Chiefs being in the AFC Championship game again. So let's go to the NFC. This is the harder question by far. So NFC Championship game. Now obviously there are there are essentially clinched playoff spots here for four teams: Eagles, Vikings, 49ers, Cowboys are all clinched in the playoff spot, but they don't have seeding yet. So what do you think about the NFC? Who's going to be in the NFC Championship game? Uh, the 49ers and the Washington Commanders. That's just gonna wow. My goodness. He's swinging for the fences, folks. Yeah, Holy fences. cow. Commanders <laughs> are this year. We're going to get there. And the 49ers are so good. I think mm. um, the Eagles are going to get a taste of their own medicine in the playoffs and, and, and lose. I really do. I really think the Eagles will, will finish the season strong with that one loss to the commanders and then <laughs> get to the, uh, to the NFC championship. Well, and then lose before making it to the NFC championship. So yeah, Niners and commanders. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm, that is, bold that is a bold, that's a bold prediction, my friend. That means this week, this weekend, a uh, preview yeah. of the NFC conference championship game. Interesting. Yep. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Well, I have to say that and previously I was saying 49ers and Buccaneers because I just felt like Brady was going to make it. He's, he's losing me, my friend. I just yeah, <laughs> I'm starting to have a hard time believing in them at this point. You know, they just don't look like they, I don't know if it's, they, they just don't have the right drive or they just, they just don't look like a team that wants it at this point. No, they look like all. a team they're going to fall into it, but they just don't look like a team that wants it. Um, and they got destroyed by the Bengals. They got destroyed by the 49ers. They beat the Saints by one point. Before that, they got beat by the Browns. I mean, it, it's just not an impressive look. Yeah, they don't have an impressive uh, look right now. And Tom Brady doesn't look like Tom Brady. He looks like a guy that's a game manager, which is fine. But he's not making plays and winning games like he used to. So I'm off the Buccaneers. I'm in on the 49ers. And I think it's actually going to be the Cowboys and the 49ers. That's okay. what I'm <laughs> So I, I think I think you're right though. I think the Eagles are going to get a taste of their own medicine. They're going to get knocked out because their defense hasn't been that good. They've no, been really hasn't. giving up some big plays on on defense, and they've uh, allowed a lot of rushing yards on defense. I, I'd have no doubt the Eagles' offense is um, top 
three in the NFL, but their defense is a, a mess. And I think that's going to be a problem for them in the playoffs. I just don't think they can win that way. All right. So that brings us to the end of the show. Let's go ahead and hit the air horn on the show. <laughs> all right. And with that, a big happy holidays to everybody. We're yeah, all excited there. That's why we got we squeezed, we squeezed this in, Trev, because we, we I wanted to make sure we had, yeah, had a chance to say happy holidays to our listeners. So there we go. <laughs> we, did it. we did it. We did it. We did it. How much we care about you guys. <laughs> we managed to squeeze it in. All right, Trev, why don't you give us uh, your social media so people can follow you? At Trev HTTC on Twitter. Trev underscore stores on Instagram, uh, right here on Football Garbage Time with Akun Long. Yes, sir. Commanders with George Carmi and Ref the District with Nathan and the Stoner. So. Good stuff. Good yes, stuff. Sir. Everybody check that stuff out. That is amazing, amazing content you guys are putting out. So I will say that. Yes, absolutely. All right. So my name is Akun Wong. As I mentioned, uh, you can find me at uh, FB Garbage Time on Twitter and on uh, Facebook at the Football Garbage Time page. As usual, thank you for listening all year, and have a happy holidays, everybody. And again, thank you so much for wasting time with us. And until next time, enjoy your NFL weekend and the holidays. And get some great Christmas out there, folks. Merry Christmas! Woo!